the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can find me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. And, of course, at Mile High Sports, where we are always covering the Denver Broncos, a part of our daily Broncos Blitz Podcast, which, of course, you can find at MileHighSports.com. I'll be at the game this Sunday as we prepare for Broncos, Seahawks, Mile High Stadium is going to be a good one as we kick off the home opener. And, boy, we're going to get, we're going to get into your predictions uh, on Twitter, I've been getting your predictions throughout the day, and I want to read those out. I'll give you mine as well as how I think the game will play out. But certainly going to be a fun one to watch as uh, football is finally back. And, oh, it's so great to be able to say that. And, of course, you can watch football over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. Of course, uh, the Broncos Blitz podcast over there at Tap 14 every now and then because, well, I love to enjoy the 70 Colorado beers on tap, the 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Chef Andrea Varela and that locally sourced rotating seasonally fare is just tremendous. Love it over there. At Tap 14, be sure to go and check it out, Tap 14, on the web. Uh, That would be tap14.com. And, of course, spell out the word 14 for me, tap14.com. Broncos and Seahawks. Oh, it will be an interesting one. Denver has won 17 of their last 18, but, of course, the team with the quarterback... Well, as the Seattle Seahawks, of course, Denver has many matchup uh, strengths that they will try to uh, exploit on this uh, on this roster. And certainly it starts with the Seattle Seahawks offensive line against the Broncos defensive line. This is a defensive line for the Broncos that really has stood out for a while. And um, not only in camp, but obviously in uh, preseason as well, too. The defensive line. And then, of course, you get the pass rushers involved with the corner or uh, uh, uh with the linebackers. And uh, I think this is one of those defenses that uh, speaking with multiple players this week, they don't have to get to Russell Wilson because look, Russell Wilson, of course, obviously a very uh, tough guy to bring down, very mobile, very uh, active in the pocket. If one way to describe it as a, as a guy who goes in and out and yet still keeps his head downfield and could very well make the play. This is a Seattle Seahawks team that is basically going to be live and die off Russell Wilson this year. This is not a a Seattle Seahawks team that really scares you in any way. Uh, And I try to say that with with all due respect to the team, but they have just lost so much of what made the Seahawks such a good team in the past. Of course, the Legion of Boom, as, as we like to say is no longer the Legion of Boom anymore. I mean, and insane could be said for the Denver Broncos, no fly zone. Uh, but on defense, uh, this the Seahawk team also can be picked apart because you're looking at a lot of players who who really are the the big names are young guys. Um, and obviously, the the name that everybody's going to talk about this weekend is Jakeem Griffin, of course, the UCF uh, linebacker who will get the start uh, this weekend for the Seahawks. But again, this is also a guy who is young, who is inexperienced, and somebody that Case Keenum can take up uh, and, and pick apart. Other than that, it's a bunch of guys who have kind of been picked and, and placed in different places. On the Seahawks line, Quentin Jefferson, uh, uh, a bark of his mingo in the uh, outside linebacker position uh, opposite of Griffin. And this is a cornerback uh, position that is not particularly strong 
with the Seattle Seahawks defense when we're talking about uh, Dante Johnson and and uh, uh, I believe Shaquille Griffin uh, is also on that other side. Justin Coleman. So, so certainly the Seahawks defense can be picked apart. It it will be more about I think the Denver Broncos and proving to just about everybody, the fans, the media, and really to themselves, that this team is different from last year because last year was so bad on offense. I mean, we're talking about historically bad in many ways. If they come out and take care of business, they don't shoot themselves in the foot. Again, I I mentioned in a previous podcast this week, in a part of our three keys to the game, turnovers are, are really everything because they can sway a underdog to be a favorite and win the game. But as long as Denver doesn't do that, and they take care of business, and they pound the Seattle Seahawks defense on the run to start, and then, of course, that sets up the pass a little bit later, this is an offense that is just up to par, that is just as much explosive and up to par as the Seattle Seahawks offense, if not better. They should be better. But, again, there is also that back-of-the-mind thought of, you still got to prove it as well, too. On the offensive side, Seahawks, uh, the Seahawks offense does not scare you. Uh, last year's leading rusher, Russell Wilson, says a lot about their running back stable. Of course, Chris Carson should get a majority bulk of the carries. Rashad Penny, their rookie, uh, coming in this year, I believe from uh, San Diego State, uh, is, is I think, going to be a guy who's going to come on a little bit stronger towards the end of the year. I actually like Penny a lot, but need a little bit more experience in that Seattle Seahawks offense. Other than that, uh, this is a Denver defense that I think will be weak to the pass when we're talking about, A, a very quality quarterback, but B, also threats everywhere. After Doug Baldwin... There's really not a ton of threats. A David Moore, a Jerron Brown, Tyler Lockett. These guys are not going to be guys that that absolutely jump off the table and, and say, oh my gosh, this could be a major problem for Denver. Of course, Brandon Marshall as well too, but that's where Denver's weak. And because there isn't a strength for Seattle to take advantage of, I think Denver can very much be uh, at least containing the Seattle Seahawks. Now, of course, you could see Russell Wilson have one of those days where you just don't stop him. I think that's going to be your big keys. Just contain Russell Wilson. You don't have to stop him. I don't ever expect you to stop a franchise quarterback, but contain him and make sure that if somebody else is going to beat you, it's going to be, uh, who knows, 200 yards from some random guy named David Moore. Uh, this is not a team that... Um, this is a team that needs to make sure that they are just not beaten by the 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 known threat, which is obviously Russell Wilson. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, presented by Tap14 and our friends over there at Pro Football Focus. Use that promo code POD20. That's POD20 for 20% off your subscription to Pro Football Focus. Of course, the Elite and Edge memberships, a lot of great stuff over there. I want you to go check it out at profootballfocus.com. This is a Seahawks team that last year ranked 11th in points, uh, 15th in yards, and I will say this, they are fairly good on the turnover margin side of things. Plus 8 last year. That was good enough for the 8th. And again, I bring up turnovers again because that is going to be one of those deciding factors. Denver in just about many facets of the game outside of two very high pillars when it comes to looking over the horizon on a football matchup. Denver just about owns every advantage except for quarterback and turnovers. Now, that was last year. 
Again, Denver's turnover margin, negative 17 last year. You obviously hope that bringing in Case Keenum this year drastically changes that. But it's still unproven. There is still that slight uh, question mark in the back of your head that says, is Denver going to get at least a competent quarterback this year? Because if they don't, this is going to be a disaster season. So in that realm where they do get a Case Keenum that they can believe in and that we believe is, is, is that same Case Keenum from the Minnesota Vikings, I think this is going to be a year that's going to be very quality for Denver. I do have Denver winning this game. Of course, at home is a big help as well, too, where they have won 17 of the last 18 home openers for whatever the reason why uh, Denver is very good in that statistic. Somewhere in the round around, uh, somewhere in the realm of uh, 31, 17, 28, uh, 21. I think it is going to be fairly close going into the fourth quarter, but that's when Denver uh, uh, does put the Seahawks away. So I do have Denver winning this game. And of course, I want to turn to Twitter at Ronnie K Radio, where I am getting your uh, responses. And I'll do this every, uh, well, Friday into the weekend on the podcast to get your prediction for the game, how the game plays out, and the final score. Uh, Justin, uh, J Meg, Justin says it'll be a messy, low scoring affair. Early season. The NFL usually is three, four turnovers be- between both teams and the Broncos win 1914. Uh, that could very well be the case, uh, because let's remember, this is a, a opening game for the Broncos where their key pillar case Keenum is still getting into that that rhythm and that offense. Now, I think the three preseason games certainly has helped, and we saw him progress getting better with every passing game. But obviously, this is now real-life bullets, so we'll see how that plays out. And certainly could be the same very much for the Seahawks, who just may not have a very good offense, period, outside of Russell Wilson this year. Uh, Chicago Medina says 27-24 Seahawks. So he is picking the Seahawks this weekend. D-Max on Twitter says Broncos win 31-20. Someone on our offense gets hurt for the season. I obviously don't want to predict an a, a injury, uh, and God forbid that ever happen. Joe Hayabusta on Twitter says 27-17 Broncos. King, pin, King pins them behind the five twice. Dominant Broncos D. Special teams could play a factor here uh, because this is a Broncos team, of course, that may have the best kicker-punter combo in the league. And, and I say that seriously. But let's also remember, uh, Seahawks have a, a punter in Michael Dixon uh, who they are uh, uh, breaking in because he is a, a rookie, at least, this year. Uh, and he will be not only the punter but the holder, something to watch. But they do have the veteran Sebastian Janikowski. So now you're going to see these these field goal situations where, again, uh, field goal, or uh, excuse me, uh, field position, so crucial in the NFL, and, and particularly, obviously, at altitude where teams could be kicking a lot of field goals this weekend because uh, Brandon McManus and Sebastian Janikowski have two of the better legs in the league. So uh, your responses, of course, on Twitter, always appreciated. At Ronnie K Radio, that's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio, on Twitter, and, of course, at MileHighSports.com, where we will be writing about the Broncos, myself, as well as our Chandro uh, Tar, Justin Michael, Rich Kurtzman, Zach Seeger, guys you've seen on the, and heard on this podcast. They will be writing this weekend, of course, on MileHighSports.com, covering all things Denver Broncos. I'll be at the game. I'll be in the locker room post-game getting the immediate reaction of the Denver Broncos this year. It certainly is going to be, a, a I think, a team 
that can put a stamp and a a period, a solidification on the idea that this team is far better than last year and this team is going to win eight, nine, potentially ten games. Um, and I have a scorching hot podcast coming out here shortly that you guys will want to uh, definitely be tuned in for, whether you agree or disagree, because it is going to be a good one. And of course, it's a Broncos Blitz podcast that is presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, and our friends at Pro Football Focus. You can find all the archives at Broncos Blitz Podcasts at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. So hopefully, you enjoyed a, a little quickie on this one here as we predict to preview the Broncos. Seahawks this will be the uh one of the uh final ones before we finally get to game day it's it's great just to have the NFL back it's it's great to have the NFL back it's great to uh to finally get down to actual meaningful games and certainly it's going to be a fun one to discuss on Twitter so follow me at Ronnie K Radio that's at Ronnie K Radio and to find previous archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast you can do that at milehighsports.com that's milehighsports.com